Welcome back to another episode of the Bald Brothers Podcast. This is Brendan. I'm with Brad. What's up, guys? We got an awesome new episode today. It's all about finding your why, finding your passion. The real question is, is that good advice? It may be. It may not be. Brad, kick it off. So when people ask you what is your why or what is your passion when it comes to career, I instantly think that that is such a heavy question. It's very convoluted. How do you answer that? You know, when somebody hits me off that in a first meeting within the first five minutes, my instant reaction is, buy me a drink first. Take me out to dinner. It's such a, you know, it's such a big, big question. And it's so popular now through the motivational videos online, on the Instagram, on the motivational speeches. I mean, you name it, everybody's trying to figure out their why and figure out their passion. Have you ever thought about this? And have you ever tried to discover your why or your passion? Well, a lot of people stress in life. I think it's really big nowadays for millennials, for Gen Zs. Everyone pushes it on social media is do what you love, find your passion. If you're doing anything else, you're wasting your time. And for me, I think a lot of people just don't know what their passion is or they're not passionate about anything or they're just passionate about their family and then their work life is their work life and they don't do that and I think that's totally fine. I think people are in buckets. I think some people, they're born with a passion. They must do something and if they're not doing that, they're never gonna be happy. And those are the people you read about who say, oh, you know, I've never worked a day in my life because I love what I do. And then there's other people who are just constantly looking for things, looking for things, looking for things, trying things, and they may not find their passion until they're 40, 50, 60, 70 years old even. And then there's other people who are living in a world of practicality and don't think that they should even look for their passion. They don't know what they're passionate about. So they just continue on with the daily grind. They go to work, they go home, they watch Netflix, they wake up the next day and they do it all again. But the whole question of what's your passion, find your why in life does put a lot of pressure on young people, millennials, Gen Zs, or even older people. It's a big hot topic now. I think there's a lot to dissect out of your, out of, out of your little spiel. I like that. <laughs> you brought up a quote is, well, I you, quoted it. You, so you brought quote. up a quote. Oh, so it's your quote now. I mean, what's the quote that I brought up? I brought, it's my quote. If you love what you do, you're never going to work a day in your life. I flipped it around. I, but I hate that advice. I Why? think that, I think that just, you know, it poisons entrepreneurs. It poisons law, uh, law students, college students, graduate students, anybody starting something new in their career, because if you're not going to love every single second of your job. Work is work. Work is supposed to be hard. You know, do I love being a real estate attorney? I love aspects of the job. I love getting, being involved with people, putting a transaction from A through Z and the camaraderie that I build with the agents, the lenders. But do I really, really love looking through a title report and reviewing title abstracts and previous deeds over the past 50, 60 years? No. And are there days where I work with very, very difficult clients or opposing counsel? Yes. So I think that just gets in the mind that, you know, as young entrepreneurs start careers, they work a job and then they have a really bad week. So what does that, what does that tell them to do? Oh, I'm going to quit. I guess this is not my dream job. I guess it's not my passion. So they go quit and they bounce around to something else because they're looking for that one job or one thing that's going to make them happy 24 seven. 
But I don't think young people bouncing around from job to job is necessarily a bad thing. I think a lot of young people don't know what they want. And so if they're trying a million different things, instead of just sucking it up for something that their gut's telling them that they don't love, they don't want to do, and then going on to the next thing, I think that's okay. I think people should, when they're young, when they're in their 20s and 30s, should spend time trying things, seeing what they love, seeing what they like at least. You touched on one thing which makes a lot of sense, which is if you're working a job, there's going to be parts of it you don't like. And that's just a matter of life. I mean, you're not going to be in bliss the entire time you're working. I mean, there are rare people, and I think there's a rare few people who are working a job that they are just thrilled about. They wake up every day and they are just pumped to do it. There are there are people out there. Yeah, and you know, and, and bless them because I because I mean, I, good for them for being able to do that. And I mean, I think people who aren't in that boat should be striving to get in that boat. I don't think it's a. I don't think you can just cut it off and be like, oh, any job you do, there's gonna. You, I mean, you're not gonna love it. Yeah, you can like it, but you you know whatever. Forget about finding your passion. I think. Even if you're in a job that you kind of like, there's parts you don't like about it, I still think in your side time, and your downtime, you should be trying to find something that you truly are passionate about because that's one of the human emotions that is the most powerful. So if you can't find something that you're completely passionate about that you love doing, then keep looking for it. And you could be looking for it your whole life, but the journey, the search for it is going to make you happy, is going to bring you joy as opposed to just giving up and saying, you know what, I kind of like this. It's making me enough money. Uh, I'm just going to do it. Absolutely. And <laughs> I think the really important thing to unfold from there is that it's the idea that we're not going to be happy until we find that dream job. And I think a lot of the times people get in that mindset where, you know, to find your passion is I work day and night. I'm researching online. I'm spending countless areas, research, research, research. Five years go by, 10 years go by. So you're so unfulfilled through this time being that you look back and be like, I still haven't found my passion, so I'm not happy. It's like once you reach your passion, what is like, is life concluded? Yeah. That you know what I mean? Like, are, are you done? I mean, that sounds terrifying. If I, if somebody said, all right, Brad, once you find your passion and what you really, really love, you know, you're, you're complete. Like you check all the boxes. That's yeah, terrifying. And you brought up another point in terms of the stress of people trying to find their passion, finding things they love. And I don't think that's the right way to look at it. I think a lot of people do do that. They go to jobs and they're just, you know, sitting there, like, oh, is this going to be it? Is this going to be it? And they're never happy. They're always stressed. They're constantly worrying. They're always doing their, you know, one week goal, two week goal, month goal, year goal. And then they're always looking into the future. And I don't think that's a good way to do it. I think having goals and being forward thinking is positive. But in moderation, I think you need to enjoy the journey. If you don't know what your passion is, if you're not the kind of person who's just like, I want to sell real estate or I want to write books and write novels. That's all I want to do. If you're the type of person who's just like, I don't know, I got a communications degree and uh, I'm in a sales job. I played football in high school. I mean, I don't really know. I like Netflix. Right. Then don't stress about oh my God, like my next thing needs to be it or I'm never going to be happy. You just need to open up your mind. Try things. Don't be handcuffed to what you're doing now. Don't get the golden handcuffs on and if you're in a job that's paying you a decent salary and all of a sudden you get a really expensive apartment and you buy a really expensive car and then all of a sudden you can't afford to try things that are going to benefit you in the future and potentially make you happy. I think you need to go out, try things. If you're in a full-time job, try them on the side. Don't spend your time just drinking on the weekends or, or watching Netflix or playing video games. Take a class. Join a networking group. 
Like start it. a podcast. Like start it. writing. Start making film. Do whatever you think you have an interest in. Start with things that you're interested in. Everyone has an interest. What do they like doing? You like watching movies? Dig into that deeper. And I think that brings up a good point is that there may not be just one passion. You may not have one why throughout your entire life. You know, I don't think passions and your whys are necessarily found, but I think they're developed over time. And I love, love, love. I mean, go back to sixth grade science class. I think trial and error is one of the best ways oh, to yeah. live. Because life, life is really, I mean, I don't want to sound too cliche here, but life is really all about the journey and through the ups and downs. And that's, you know, that's where your story is created. It's not, you don't have to think of that time as, oh, I was just figuring out my why. So it was miserable, it was miserable, it was miserable. Until you reach that threshold of, all right, my one why in this entire universe is complete. I think they develop over time. Yeah. And, you know, some of, some of the best conversations that I have are with senior attorneys, senior executives, people who have been around the business game for 30 plus years. And I talk to them about this conversation about the why and how'd you figure out what your passion was. And they, and, and they kind of, I'll buy them a You don't ask those questions. I don't ask them. I, I, I talk about the subject. I don't like asking somebody what their why is. It's, it's tough. But they tell me they're, Brad, I'm, I'm still figuring out what my passions are. I'm still figuring out what my why is. And that really, really makes me feel good because throughout the different stages of life, I think your why or your reason for working or your reason for living changes and it develops. So I think that's really the correct mindset that young, old entrepreneurs, you and me, need to be really thinking about yeah. and conscious of. And the trial and error is extremely important. It goes back to just trying things and people need to give themselves a break. Say if you try something, you tell everybody you're trying, everybody, social media, your family, you're like, oh, I just got this new job working, I don't know, as an insurance agent and I love it. Has anyone ever said that? Probably not. Probably should have used a different analogy. But you tell everybody. You, get you tell you tell everybody, and then all of a sudden a year goes by, and you're like, "Oh my goodness!" Like I'm telling everybody I was happy in this job, but I really don't think I am. You need to have the courage and not care what people, people think, think, which is another episode to be able to say, "Okay, I tried this. I liked it for a bit, but I don't think it's my passions. I want to move on to something else and try something different." You need to have the courage to do it for yourself and say, "You know what?" Now we'll move on to the next thing. And I think that's okay. Try something. If it doesn't work, recalibrate, try something else. And you need to find joy, which you touched on this a little bit, in the journey. You don't look into the future and say, I'm going to put my head down and I'm just going to grind and I'm going to grind and I'm not going to be happy and I'm not going to wake up and smell the roses until I actually reach wow, this. Waking up and oh, until I wake up and just reach this euphoric position where I'm making the exact amount of money I want to make. I have all I want to have. I'm having joy in every single thing I'm doing every day. If you live like that, then you're just going to be miserable and all of a sudden you'll wake up and you're 50 years old and you're like, oh my gosh, what have I done with my life? But if you take joy in your journey, everything that you're doing, the little things, you try something, guess what? Who cares? You had the courage to try it. It didn't work. Try something else. If you do that, then you have more courage than 99% of people in the United States of America or all over the world. Most people don't. They live in practicality. They work their nine to fives. That's it. They don't dream outside of that. So I think young people are pushing. There's a wave of trying new things, which is why what you touched on. And I think it's a good thing if people want to try something, a job, and it doesn't work. It's okay to quit. It's okay to move on to the next thing. But you're quitting for the right reasons. Don't yeah. quit because, you know, you're... 
some, somebody at your office gave you a mean look or you were right. happy on Tuesday. Right. You right. know, if, if that's something that you're really not going to be, uh, I guess the best word is passionate about focusing on for, you know, the next year or two or three years, you gave it a shot. Yeah. You know, that's, it's really the right decisions and you're, you're, I guess you're quitting or changing jobs for the right reasons and not just because it's hard or you had a bad day. Yeah, that's a good point as well. I mean, you need to dig down for what were the reasons that you took the job in the first place? What was the reasons you were pumped about it in the first place? If you have exactly. a couple bad weeks, you lose a couple clients, you're not making the money you wanted to make. Maybe that's not the right reason to leave, but I'm a huge believer in trusting your gut. And it's tough to articulate. It's almost inarticulable in terms of the feeling you get when you know something's off. I felt it a million times and a lot of people don't trust it. They bury it deep down and they continue on with their days. But if something inside of you is telling you that it's off, it's off and you can't really put your finger on it. I don't know if it's in your gut, if it's in your heart. And that's a good indicator to start exploring that because maybe whatever you're doing isn't right and you should be exploring your other interests as opposed to just five years go by. So in terms of advice, you know, we're talking about how uh, poor advice it is to tell somebody to go follow their why or try to have people dissect what their passions are. What would you tell your former self or what would you tell a young entrepreneur starting a new career? Uh, like what kinds of advice would you tell them to help them figure out what they need to be doing? So if I was talking to a young kid in college or even a high school kid, or even a kid who just recently graduated college and is just trying to you know find their way in life, I would say, well, A, don't care what other people think. And we've talked about this. We did a whole podcast about this. But, but, put the footnote in there. Don't care what people think. Okay. Care. Yes, obviously you're going to care what people think, but don't let that affect your decision making. Boom. That's the biggest thing. So A, I would tell people, don't worry about other what other people think. That's a blanket. That should be over everything. And I think you say it's cliche or you don't want people to follow their passions or look for their why. Um, I think they should as an overarching question, but start small. Don't, because passion just seems so aggressive. I say start with your interests. If, what did you like doing when you were little? That's, did you collect baseball cards? Yeah. Did you love sports? Did you love talking about sports? Did you love movies? Did you take a bunch of pictures on your little Kodak camera? What did you do? What are your interests? And then just start exploring them. Obviously, on top of this, you're going to need a job that pays you money. So best thing I can always say is get a job that's in, in the field that you enjoy. If you can, don't worry about how much money you make. Your 20s and 30s, don't worry about that. Build something. If you don't know what you want to do, just figure it out. If you think you may like working for a publishing company, you love books, you love reading, you love that business, maybe get a job as a, I don't know, publisher's assistant, an right. intern, do whatever you have to do, bartend on the sides, drive for Uber, do Grubhub, do whatever you have to do to pay the bills, but give yourselves a break and just kind of try things. That's a, that's a really realistic question. Now, I love what you just said is you have to really, really dig down deep and figure out what you are good at, what you are talented at, and what you're not. You, you know, what, what are you gifted at? And everybody has gifts, whether they get so negative about, I wasn't born out here to do, you know, this particular job. I think we all, you know, uh, inherently have gifts, but we also develop those gifts over time. And you've got to think of careers out there that allow you, that, that will help you use those talents to help you succeed. So if you're a people person, maybe being a real estate agent is perfect for you. If you like to write, find a job that allows you to write, whether you're writing for a website, you're doing blogs, 
or you're writing letters or communication via email to clients, you know, find different aspects of the job that you can find joy in through your previous talents and then kind of go from there, you know, because every job is not going to be so fulfilling in nature. And using your talents is extremely important. You, you, you harped on that a little bit and it makes complete sense because you say, oh, someone could say, oh, I was, I've always been interested in playing basketball. I played basketball as all my life. You know, I really want to do something. If that person's five foot eight with not an ounce of athletic ability, you're not going to say, okay, go be a professional basketball player. Right. But there's, I mean, there's a business aspect to being in sports, to being in basketball. You can do something with that. You can start talking about sports. You can start talking about basketball. You can write about sports. There's different ways to pursue your interests if you can't get the overarching thing of, oh, I just want to be an NBA basketball player. But focus on what you're good at. Use your talents and use that to your advantage and, you know, be practical in what you can do. And Gary Vee says it all the time. You know, if he went with his ultimate goal of he loved the New York Jets, he always said, he said if he had it his way, be playing for the New York Jets, unfortunately. He doesn't have the athletic ability, the height, or any of that, but he does have his voice, so he does use his voice. I think he owns like a sports agency now with his brother, um, and that's how he gets his love for the Jets in. Um, so you need to be practical with what you're good at, but also be a dreamer. And you said, oh, you know, finding your passion is an aggressive question, and, and I agree, it is an aggressive question, but you still need to be a dreamer of sorts. In life, you, if you're not sitting there dreaming about what you want to do, what you think you should do, you need to change something because that's, I think, is an aspect of gaining a lot of joy. It's just a matter of taking what you're dreaming about and what you want to do and then breaking it down into the micro, which is, okay, what do I do if I want this? I'm interested in this. Maybe I'll take a step in this direction. I'll do this. I'll do this. This goes back to trying shit. That's what you got to do. Just try a million different things. So if I was going to give advice to a young dude or a young girl, I would say, don't worry about what people think. If you're not passionate about anything, you don't know what your passions are, try things that you're interested in. Find out what you're good at, but also find out how you can provide value to the world. Because I think at the end of the day, that's what we all need to strive and figure out how we can provide value by you give me a look. I don't like. No, it. no, I'm just waiting to jump in. I'm waiting for a good plan well, no, no. to jump in. Jump in. So, yes, I think you need to be realistic with your, with yourself about what your talents are, what you're good at, and how you can provide value. But the flip side of that is, don't just shut off things you're not good at. So, if someone's not a good communicator, but you want to do something that involves communicating, either written word or verbal, you can get better at it. Don't feel like just because you're not good at something right now sure. that you'll never be good at it in the future. But you're right. It is better and more practical to go after things that you're good at, which your talents are going to help you. Uh, but to, I just don't want people to shut off that. Oh, you know, I, I love, I don't know. I love uh, working in marketing, but I can't write. So, yeah, forget that. I'm not going to try that. I'm going to do something else. No, you can still but market, do that. But exactly. But marketing is much more than just writing. Right. But I was just using an example of turning something away just because you're not good at but, it. But no, no, no. But that, that's exactly a good point because there's other aspects of the job that your talents or your uh, passion for marketing can be utilized. You can provide value in other areas. Yeah, you can. As you said, all about providing value.
Let's take a moment, which we haven't talked about. We've been talking a lot about people who don't really know what they want to do. They don't know what they're passionate about. So how do they find their passions? What about the people who are passionate about something? They don't have the courage to do it. Mm. Now that is an also a small few. I mean, it could be a larger few. What do I know? But there are people who love things, are passionate about things, but they still do their practical day-to-day -day job without pursuing that. Um, and to you all, I would say, stop. <laughs> if you love something, you need to go after it. You don't need to do it full time. You don't, uh, need, yeah, yeah. You don't, don't need to all of a sudden stop, quit, drop everything. No, no. But you got, you have, there's 24 hours, seven days a week. Just start, yeah. start somewhere. Start doing something that puts you on a path closer to what you're passionate about. And your 20s and 30s, don't worry about money. Don't worry about, I think society tells us, and you know, we have friends who are like this. You reach your late 20s, you reach your early 30s, your late 30s. And like, oh my God, I don't have a family yet. I'm not married. I don't have kids. I wanted to have kids by the time I was 30. I wanted to have this amount saved up in my 401k by the time I'm 35. Oh my God, if I don't have that, then all of a sudden life's over. It's not. There's no timeline. Everyone is on their own timeline. Just because your buddy has a Mercedes at 26 doesn't mean you're going to have a Mercedes at 26. Even if you want a Mercedes, everyone is on their own timeline. You could be 35 and just be a bartender. But guess what? When you're 45, all of a sudden you've reached your dreams and you've surpassed everyone in the past who was driving those Mercedes when they were 26, 27, 28. So don't be worried about time. Life is long. This is another thing. Gary Vee says this all the time. A lot of people say, oh, life is short. Life is short. A lot of Gary Vee shout outs in this podcast. I know. Most of our stuff is, is inspired by Gary Vee. But you say life is short, and yeah, life, life is short if you want to use that term and saying like, oh yeah, do what you love now because you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. I agree with that. But also life is long. So you can try something all throughout your 20s. You ever heard of this quote? It doesn't work. Try something else. Try it for your early 30s. Try something in your late 30s. Guess what? You can be 40 years old. Stop. Start all over. I may leave him with something. Leave him with something. Patience and fortitude. Conquer, Conquer all things. things. Great mantra to live by. I like that one. Anything else to wrap it up? I think that's it. I, I think, think that's that. a good little podcast. This is a good little nugget. I, I, like I, I enjoy it. I always love good little nuggets. Finding your why. Finding your passion. Extremely important. We're, dissect we're dissecting it. Give Find us feedback. Find happiness. Shoot us an email. Shoot us a text. Comment on the page. Like, subscribe, all kinds of feedback. We're here. Bald Brothers Podcast. Life be Bring the it journey. on, baby. Life be the journey, guys. See ya. Take care.